two, Heal the Heart, the 32-day journey to Chafbe Shvat. This is Saratova Best. Question for the day, and it's a short day, so it has to be a short sheer. You ever feel like you're facing the blank canvas? Not necessarily are you an artist, but there's something that you need to do, and you do not know how to do it. Or, or, or anything of that energy. You're, just, you're literally facing a blank wall, and you're clueless, and the pressure is on, the heat is on to get this, to, to think it up, to come up with the idea, or get the thing done, whatever it is, and you're literally, nothing. You look in front of you and empty, empty. Does that sound familiar? If it's, if it's not, just think about the times when you had to do something important on your phone and you couldn't figure out how to do the tech thing, the tech part on your phone to get it done. I mean, I know for me, in my field, I deal with those tech challenges all the time, and it's awful. (laughs) It's awful. There's no one to ask, and there's no place to go. It's just blank. Okay, so what does that have to do with Vasi Lagani? (sighs) Tomorrow is Rebbe Simchana's birthday, and we know that the Rebbe very often or always refers to Rebbe Zinchana in relation to Chana in the Chana Hanavia in Tanakh. And I want to stop for a second on that. Now, just a caveat, just a little disclaimer here. We are about to see in live, <laughs> on, in the moment action, how this one is going to happen because this is a very big topic. It's a giant Kabbalistic explanation that I am not going to say I am capable of doing. But to put all of this into a seven-minute audio, I have no idea how I'm going to put it all into a seven-minute audio. So we're going to be watching, listening as, as it's happening live from above, how this thing is happening from above when I'm literally facing a blank wall. I don't know how I'm going to pull this together in seven minutes. And we're going to watch it happen from above and come into creation, yesh ayin. Please, God, or else I'll feel a little silly. So Chana and Nevi'ah and Basi Lagani and Rebbe Chana. Chana and Nevi'ah, what was her biggest issue? She wanted a child. We all know that. And she didn't just want a child. She wanted a child that she was going to devote to Hashem, to give to Hashem all the days of his life. And she had essentially, let's call it for, for, for purposes of this year, an empty womb, so to speak. I don't mean physically empty. Her womb was not producing fruit. Barren womb, right? We all know that. Empty. Empty canvas. She's sort of looking deeply into her womb and she's not seeing any offspring. She's not seeing anything come out of it. It's just blank. It's like looking at a blank wall, blank womb, doing nothing, not producing. And that's what she's looking at for years. And all of the interactions with her family and how painful it was and how difficult it was. And whom did she want to come out of this womb, the one who would, 
she I don't know if she knew that, but who did who did eventually come out of this womb? The one who appointed Mashiach. The one who gave Malchus to Mashiach. To the, the, she gave birth to Shmuel Navi, who then appointed, anointed Melech Mashiach, David Malka, David Hamelech, who be, who is the David Malka Mashiach. So this this two part system of giving birth to the whole process of Mashiach and giving giving birth to the one who will give Mashiach his sovereignty, his ability to bring Geula and get us out of this stuck place where we look at blank walls and get nowhere. That's what she was davening for. Maybe she had us in mind with that same energy when we are there and we feel this that I have to do is producing no fruit, nothing, nada, clum, zero, empty. I'm not getting anywhere. This is what she was begging for. She was begging not just for then, but for now. So when she spoke to Hashem, which name did she use? She used the name Hashem Tzvakais. Hashem Tzvakais is, as we learn in Basi Lagani, in, uh, in the 10th chapter that we're learning this year of the Friedrich Rebbe, Hashem Tzvakais is one of the seven names of Hashem that cannot be erased. But it's the only one of those seven names that does not appear in the Torah. When is the first time that it's ever used? Meaning, when is Hashem spoken to with that aspect of himself? Chana is the first one. When you think of a name of Hashem, it's not just names of Hashem. How does Hashem appear? You know, for instance, you might be somebody who um, edits a women's magazine. You're also maybe a mother, and maybe you're a grandmother, and maybe you're a daughter and, and a sibling and a, and, and, uh, and a writer and a speaker. You have many different identities. You have many different energies. So when, when Chana is speaking to Hashem with that energy, she's the first one. What's the energy? Clearly, what she's asking for and what she's struggling with is reflected by, the, is matched by the energy with which she's referring to Hashem. It's almost like, in my mind, she scans, she scans all of Tyre and says, I need this. Okay, hmm. Which part of Hashem is going to be the most receptive to this? I guess the part in Hashem that matches this. What is it? Hashem Tzvakais. Did anyone ever speak to Hashem that way before? Never. I will be the first. So, ladies, I'm asking you, what is she asking for? What is this energy? It's got to be that the energy of the name Hashem Tzvakais, and that name, by the way, again, doesn't appear in the Torah, as it says in Basilagani, and was used by the Nevi'im namely by the Nevi'im at the end of Bayez Sheni and then going into Golis, etc. Wasn't used by Maishar Benu, wasn't used before that for a whole lot of reasons. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. But that's the name she uses. So what is she asking for? She's asking for the impossible. She's asking for Mashiach. She's asking for the energy that Mashiach is excellent at which is what? 
Yesh Me'ayin. Mashiach is the one who enables us when we are looking at a blank canvas and we are stuck and we are under pressure to produce now. Mashiach says to us, I will hold your hand. Step back. Let's do this together. Let's trust Hashem that he is going to create something at this very moment, yesh me'ayin. Let's do this together. That's what Mashiach does when we face that blank wall, when we're out of solutions, when there's no place to go, and yet we need to go somewhere. Mashiach is there with us because that's what he's all about, yesh me'ayin. Mashiach lives in a, in a reality in which every single moment is brand new. It never happened before. Every single moment, Mashiach lives in the world where the world is being created at every single second, and he experiences it. And we experience a, you know, pre-fab world where, you know, plan it all out. And Mashiach invites us to join that world with him, especially at the moment when we're facing that blank canvas, that blank wall. Essentially, he's saying, well, how does it go? He's Yeshua to him, Hashem, Stand back and watch the miracle that's going to happen at this moment. At this moment. Same thing by Kriyas Yamsa. What? Stand back and watch the miracle that you would never in a million years believe would happen. Watch it unfold. So getting back to Chana, in, in Basi Lagani it says, Shem Tzvakos, the name Tzvakos is not in the Torah, but rather by Yetzirah Mitzrayim we're called, we come out B'tzivaisam. By Yetzirah Mitzrayim we come out in our hosts. We come out with this energy that will then be the precursor. We come out, sorry, we come out with this energy that, that is called, about, called upon by Chana at some point. This energy of getting out of your stuck place. You face the blank canvas, and a, and a miracle happened. And so, ladies, how do we sum it all up? In this, these hours before Rebbe Zimchana's birthday, and these hours connected to Tfilas Chana, and Hashem Tzvakais, the name Tzvakais, that idea that what she was asking for, she's being given it through us. She's asking to give birth to the one who appoints Melech HaMashiach, to get us constantly out of our stuck point. So here's the conclusion, the concluding question. Who do you think today are the people that are given the job to appoint Mashiach and enable him to do his job fully? Nobody here but us chickens. It's just us. Who else is going to do it? And so... Maybe we're that baby that Hannah begged for, the ones to appoint Melech Mashiach. Maybe we're him. And she didn't only beg for a child, then she begged for all of us. And she's activating, and Rebbe Khan is activating in all of us, that when we stand facing that blank wall, stand back, trust the miracle that's going to happen, because it's going to be magnificent. So... May we all be benched with an amazing Shabbos, an amazing birthday for Rebbe Zimchana, an amazing 
move, march into the Gula Mitzvah when we stand back, believe that in that very second, a miracle is going to happen, and we'll find ourselves in the Gula Mitzvah Thanks so much.